0: Welcome to Talking Kotlin. On this episode, I am sitting down with my colleagues from JetBrains, all of whom who are developer advocates about Kotlin or on Kotlin or with Kotlin or for Kotlin. I'm not sure which one it is. Uh, And uh, I'll let them each introduce themselves. I will do it based on some random order that I will make it difficult for them to realize who's coming next. That's how you should hold stand-ups as well, you know, randomly. Okay, we're gonna start with Shenyu. Hey, Shen Yu.
1: Hello, Hadi, thanks for having me. That's not introducing yourself, Shen Yu. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a developer advocate in JetBrains and mostly I cover the greater China region for Mandarin Chinese user. So in order to make more people learn calling, I cooperate with community leaders to arrange webinars Study jam or uh, coding practice, etc. Yeah, and pretty enjoy on this journey.
2: So this episode is going to be targeted also at China, and we'll have some parts in Chinese, right? Yes.
1: yes.
0: Can you can you like everything you say, Shen Yu? Can you also say it in in Mandarin
1: after? Uh, uh, okay, right now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, people, can you unmute your microphones, please? It sounds really weird when only I'm laughing at my own jokes. My jokes are very, very funny. Other people should be laughing at them, not just me. Okay. Right. But
2: well, then we can't even drink.
0: That That is true. Oh, and talking about who is speaking. Hey, Sveta.
2: Hi, Hadi I'm Sveta. I'm a developer advocate for Kotlin. And uh, now I'm also the one to blame for what we are doing. Kind of responsible for Kotlin advocacy.
0: Yes, so uh, for folks that don't know, Sveta was an uh, advocate for, for Kotlin. Um, now, she, we call her Svetlana Meeting Nisakova, uh because all she does lately are just <laughs> meetings. But you, you're loving your new life, right?
2: It's not always meeting. I know. I
0: it's podcast as well.
2: Sometimes do something else.
0: <laughs> and of course, we have the newest addition to the team, who is Katya. Hey, Katya.
3: Uh, hi, Hadi. Um, thanks for having me. Uh, yes, my name is Katya or Kate or Ekaterina, or Katrin. It's my regular question, uh, what to use whenever you like. Uh, so I'm developer advocate uh, for Kotlin. And my main focus uh, is uh, on Kotlin Multiplatform Mobile. And uh, I have came to JetBrains uh, just about two months ago, and uh, I came in this interesting, I can say, uh, release time. So I think uh, uh, we would uh, talk about it later. So I feel, um, I feel a lot of energy now, uh, and that's why I'm talking a lot. So please, <laughs> please uh, stop me and let's go.
0: Okay, stop now. That's enough. No. Nope.
3: Thanks, thanks, <laughs> thanks. 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 <laughs> thanks. Uh, and, and that's because, oh, sorry, but it's because I'm also a co host uh, of a podcast, but it's uh only in Russian, so
0: oh, that's um, why you haven't had me yeah. on your podcast. I was, yeah. I was, I was really feeling like excluded a little bit, like, why doesn't she invite me and then it turns out that it's in Russian? Oh, well. um. Yeah.
3: Uh, i'm going to put uh, your name in our backlog uh,
0: <laughs> thank yeah. you put it right at the bottom right like give me about 15 <laughs> years to 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 learn to speak russian of course but, it's uh,
2: <laughs> probably hosts also need to uh, learn to speak english there are not only kata but others
0: or that that'll probably um, be easier yeah why can't you just yeah, do your maybe. podcast in english so that i can come on
3: Uh, Well, uh, frankly speaking, we um, had uh, one episode uh, with uh, a dramatic pause with uh, Beyond Strauss troupe and uh, it was in English, uh, uh, but uh, the percent of our speech uh, was about uh, 10% of 5% and uh, um, the almost part is uh, our guest's uh, talk, so i think i think you we can had
2: to use the yeah 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 yeah, 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 so yeah that's so, not a problem i know so, like uh, let me
0: talk i can talk a lot i really can talk a lot it's it's fine <laughs> like don't worry I like about it. me I, I,
3: I i've already ordered uh our backlog so you are number one uh,
0: okay so we will basically as soon as we hang up with this podcast we'll be doing yours awesome and uh talking about uh well i was gonna say talking about ob- awesome let's let's uh Let's have Sebastian, but I don't know how that's related. Hey, Sebastian.
4: I can perfectly see how that's related. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Uh, it's good to be back here. You may have heard me already on the uh, Talking Kotlin.js uh, episode on here. Um, yeah, so I'm Sebastian. I'm a developer advocate for Kotlin. Um, I focus mostly around uh, Kotlin JS and server side stuff. Um, and since I have less followers on Twitter than Hardy and Sveta. uh please follow me at Sebi underscore IO. <laughs> oh, that's so low.
0: Oh my god, that's so low. Anyway, so we have these meetings once a week, uh, which is essentially the developer advocates get together and uh, talk about, I don't know what we talk about, and uh, one time I said, you know what, we should kind of try and do this on a podcast and just talk about what we don't talk about on the podcast instead of this closed meeting. But we are all developer advocates for Kotlin. Uh, Some of us are for areas that are better well known. Some of us offer areas that are less known. Some of us offer areas that say, oh, oh, you mean that Kotlin is more than just Android? Uh, so, talking server side, talking uh, Kotlin JS, talking everything else that is not Android. And uh, so, I wanted to discuss a little bit what life is like as a developer advocate at JetBrains, as a Kotlin developer advocate at JetBrains, how we work, who tells us what to do and what not to do. Well, it, before I, I would say that it was mostly we would decide, and then, Sveta, you decide now for us, right? <laughs>
2: I wouldn't put it like
0: this. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like I know you're all laughing there, but you're all muted. It, do- it's- it doesn't make sense.
3: Uh, I can record my laugh, and you uh, can after edit uh, on the places uh, you want.
0: Yeah, I'm l- like we got to have a back <laughs> channel on Slack that I keep like pressing a button that says you know now laugh, and then everyone laughs. Okay, <laughs> this is how we're gonna do it.
2: <laughs> I think television advanced that like a long time ago, so. Yeah. No, but, <laughs> but, that's,
0: um, but anyway, so no, let's let's discuss a little bit like uh, what, what Kotlin advocacy uh, implies. So especially nowadays that, you know, a lot of times when we talk about Kotlin, when we talk about advocacy in general, people immediately associate that with, going to conferences and uh, giving talks and, you know, engaging with people in the community and stuff like that. And, you know, right now the situation in the world is a little bit different. And uh, so people kind of ask me sometimes, like, what do you do all day? Because you can't really do your work, can you? And we're going to bust this myth, right? That developers are more than just about going to conferences and to bars and to... Having beers and and, and the and tea and the podcast, yes. So, what what do you do? What what do each of you do on a daily basis?
4: I try to hang out a lot with uh, uh, on on Twitter and kind of get a feeling for how people feel about the technology. It's it's pretty well known that that Kotlin JS, for example, has a couple of rough edges still. Um, so, I try to kind of see who is trying to adopt the technology. I try to help them get started, and that can either be kind of on an individual basis, uh, reaching out to people, uh, asking them uh, for their feedback to the technology, uh, and then bringing that back to the team. Uh, but it can also be in the creation of materials then that people can just consume at their own pace. So for example, on org, we have our uh, section of hands-on tutorials, um, which are kind of long form tutorials you go through uh, in, in an interactive fashion and we, uh, of course, write those, we keep those up to date, and we always feel out with the community what kind of topics should be covered next, and also keep it with the with the team that actually develops technology, right?
1: Shen Yu, well, uh, as we know that the Greater China region is huge, so for me, uh, I think it's more important to uh, facilitate with community. So um, basically, I uh, build a lot of connection with the community leaders. Uh, Mostly uh, is our calling user group, uh, part of uh, come from GDG. And uh, I try to arrange some uh, webinar to invite some speaker to share their experience about calling. And uh, in order to, Uh, make more people to learn calling. I arrange a study group, a study jam that we have an online study jam that uh, basically teach people how to to write calling code. And we also have the coding practice that uh, encourage people to use calling in different way. For example, we, we use calling in backend you, you can have you can learn how to write calling uh, using Ktor or even in spring boot. you can use calling in Android you can use calling in data science, etc. So uh, we provide the possibility to people to know calling is everything. So that's why we do it for every day.
0: How is the situation in adoption in your region? Like is it is it mostly around Android or are people starting to use Kotlin in other areas as well?
1: Yeah, uh, mostly it's around Android because uh, Android team choose calling as a as their language. But I I'm starting working on some case study that uh, many of companies that try to uh, porting their Java code base into Kotlin on the server side. And uh, as I know that some companies that focus on gaming, they they want more performers. So uh, they are trying to use, for example, Coding Native to provide their, their multi-platform app.
0: Oh, that's interesting. So, I wonder how that's yeah. going for them. Yes. So uh, Katya, you recently joined uh, JetBrains, as we know, and you already... Uh, regretting having to hang out with the four of us I know but you don't have to say it <laughs> we, we we know because I could see it from your avatar um <laughs> so what is your background
3: oh uh, it's interesting my background is not kotlin or android developer main background uh, I have a uh, I think now nine or ten years uh, experience as iOS developer uh and uh this experience, uh, I think, could really help me uh, to understand uh, needs uh, of uh, of the audience, of the users of Kotlin Multiplatform Mobile. Um, so uh, uh, my main focus and routine, uh, not only uh, in creating content now, uh, because I think uh, um, uh, our activities and tasks as developer advocates were really uh, depends on the period uh, of the language, of the technology. And now, uh, as uh, we are releasing a lot of stuff, uh, our my main focus uh, is on creating a lot of uh, docs, tutorials, reviewing some content, uh, etc. Uh, but also, <laughs> my uh, other main focus is on learning uh, technology also. And I think uh, it's great because uh, I can, uh, you know, uh, uh, give... Uh, view from our perspective, Uh, not from the one who uh, already has a lot of experience, but from the uh, developer who has another background and uh, can compare technology and uh, and, uh, something else.
0: Yeah, and exactly. And I think that that's an important point because, you know, people might be wondering, okay, so why is there a developer advocate that doesn't have a lot of experience with Kotlin, a developer advocate for Kotlin. And I think that that is very valid for a couple of reasons. First of all, as you said, you bring the experience of iOS development, right? And if we're doing multi-platform development, having someone with this experience is extremely valuable because it gives insight into what uh, iOS developers expect and how uh, Kotlin yeah, is, is trying to adapt to that, right? Uh, And the other one, of course, is that something that we all suffer from, which is called the curse of knowledge, right? In that as we get to know more and more, we start to forget about folks that may not know what we know, right? And it's hard sometimes to put yourself back in the mindset of a beginner, which is fantastic in your case because, you know, I mean, you're an experienced developer, you've done iOS development, you've you've tried multi-platform, and now you're bringing on the, the Kotlin approach to this.
3: Yeah, yeah. So uh, I feel fine when I'm asking some, you know, silly questions, but uh, uh, they are not silly. They are regular questions, and uh, we uh, should have answers on for them. So, yeah.
0: Never any silly questions, as they say. yeah and then of course we have Sveta Sveta, apart from meetings tell us what have you been busy with
2: it's kind of a sad story last week because (laughs) I had to that's not a good start uh, sorry I had to prepare um, the talk uh, for our uh, like um, uh, 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 be ready for rehearsal for our 1.4 live event which uh, will have in October, and uh, which uh, covers uh, our 1.4 release and uh, highlights uh, different um, news about it, different achievements, so on and so forth. I think yeah, that you all have already seen our announcement, so please join us there. Sorry for a small uh, advertisement here, but uh, we uh, like I'm the uh, first one to start uh, talking about it. So I had to prepare. Uh, Uh, my talk uh, by this monday but uh, by the end of the week i was still busy with meetings and uh, working on the release blog post so i had to prepare this presentation on saturday and uh, kind of try it on sunday uh, on my way to uh, mountains so it's uh Usually it's not bad like this, so it's not that I always have to uh, have to take Saturdays because it's the day without meetings. Uh, but that uh, the last week was uh, this uh, special set week for people. So you were
0: rehearsing this, your talk <laughs> while climbing mountains?
2: Not really. I was like uh, sitting on the front uh, seat in the car, had my phone, and mumbling to myself like. Hello everyone, now I'm going to talk about Kotlin 1.4 language features, blah, 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 and stuff.
0: I just had a brilliant idea, though.
2: Which one? Let's go to mountains.
0: Well, apart from that, uh, why don't we schedule meetings for Saturdays? And that way no one ever shows up. And that way you could work during the week and, like, problem solved. That's genius. It's genius. Like, why didn't anybody (laughs) think of this before?
2: we never know yeah sure let's listen us do this
0: <laughs> I, I so i tell you i got to get into people management this this is I'm, I'm i'm just so good at this so good at this
2: and um i was uh, like one of the i think uh, beside meetings uh, that i was working on i uh, was our 1.4 release blog post and here i want to probably emphasize a little thing that uh, in our blog we usually publish uh, a post by one like one person publishes it so it's like we say like it's published by or it's published by sebastian agner or by someone else but it is always a work of many people so as you probably can expect from a company like a big enough company like jetbrains there are many people who work on the same materials who share the content and uh, um, when you're working on a release blog post it's also not a uh, like a private blog where you just wrote the content, uh, showed it to some couple of people, got their feedback, changed something and that's it. Now here you share it with everyone, then uh, 50 people come.
0: Have an and- opinion.
2: Yeah, I yeah, have an opinion, sometimes, sometimes contradictory. Say, let's do this, let's fix this and that. And uh, you have to redo everything. And at this point, like I'm really grateful for uh, one of my colleagues who likes to redo stuff. <laughs>
0: Sebastian, I think she's talking about you. I'm not sure. Thank but you, <laughs>
2: That was really helpful. So uh, that's uh, like when you try to satisfy all these uh, requests from different. But uh, in the end, I hope that if you haven't read our release blog post, just now go and read it. We put a lot of effort in, check our all achievements, uh, news features. What was team was hardly working, like was working hard for a long period of time. We hope that yes. uh, you learn there about and use uh, and materials. And also there is, uh, like we have a release blog uh, post, which is a short uh, summary of everything. And there is also blog documentation, uh, which covers everything in detail.
4: And also if you disagree with the way that uh, certain parts of the blog post are structured or some of the <laughs> formulations, I would suggest you send Svetlana an email uh, because she hasn't gotten enough of those yet.
2: And Sebastian will help me to fix this and to address your feedback. So
4: yeah. I'll do my best. I will rack my brain.
0: <laughs> yeah, so the point is that the blog post is written by multiple people and reviewed by 680 people.
4: Yeah, so when you see a page or document um that has been published, you can be sure that there's 50 opinions and probably 20 iterations uh that have gone through uh for this to actually uh, reach like our official blog for example
0: good news is there's no bugs in it i mean in kotlin there oh. is but not in the blog post yeah never which is the important thing right
4: right that's because we have an edit button
0: <laughs> exactly it's like there's a there's there's an issue there no 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 refresh it's not there it's not there anymore <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, during your uh, tasks, Sveta, you basically dropped two announcements, and if people didn't catch on, one of them was that we're going to have an online event sometime in October. Is that correct? Yep. Awesome. And what's that online event going to be?
2: Lots of things. So, we'll have... uh (laughs) Deep, real deep (laughs) down. Uh, i think she was drinking something before before answering
4: alone. it's like
2: <laughs> no i was actually i was actually waiting where the sound was because i i already explained what is our line in my words so it doesn't make sense probably to repeat it because, what is uh, the event
0: gonna have lots of things it's like <laughs> how much is how much is that it's a lot It's a lot of money. How much? (laughs) A lot.
2: Not really. Someone probably wants to highlight our online event. Seb,
0: (laughs) highlight for us the online event. Yeah,
4: Seb, you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the online event is going to be essentially four days kind of packed with uh, knowledge around Kotlin 1.4 and uh, kind of the future of Kotlin as well. So we are going to have a bunch of talks every day that you can uh, watch from the comfort of your home uh, thanks to the current situation as well, and I thought you were going to say the, thanks to
0: technology, but okay.
4: Yeah, I mean, also, also thanks to technology. I mean, without technology, where would we be, right? What would we be advocating for? Now, um, and we will also uh, have Q and A Q&A sessions where you can uh, submit your questions, uh, and we will have teammates and developer advocates and product managers answer to the best of their abilities about the current state of uh, Kotlin with 1.4 uh, as well as kind of the the future plans and, and kind of a, a medium term roadmap as well
0: nice and of course talking about 1.4 the release is coming up we're recording this on the 11th of august in a hot and balmy summer day in in where am i oh yeah in spain uh, I don't know where the rest of you are, but uh, I'm in Spain and it's horrible. It's raining and, and it's, it's like thirty degrees, so it's very high humidity. Uh, but uh, the Kotlin 1 point4 release is coming up, right and what's that gonna include, Katya?
3: Oh, uh, interesting question because um, lots of things
0: <laughs> Okay, this is like a common pattern, okay like, you know what? You know what? next time you write a blog post, just say a lot. Like, just title it a lot and then just put a couple of lorem ipsum paragraphs and then at the bottom put lots of stuff. That's it.
2: But we are already doing it. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) So Kotlin kind of reached the state when uh, it already contains uh, lots of uh, features and uh, it uh, uh, is uh, first in different areas and different approaches like asynchronous programming with coroutines and some others. And uh, we thought that we kind of reached the state where the over- quality of overall experience is more important than adding a bunch of new features. And that's why the main focus for the team um, has been, and uh, uh, it's probably is going to be the same uh, for some time, in improving the overall experience working with the language, using the language. It uh, concerns uh, the performance of IDE, the stability of IDE, IntelliJ ID and Android studio because they uh, they use the same plugin and uh, also the quality and the performance of the compiler itself. And uh, as we as you already know because we've announced this at the Kotlin Conf, the team is currently rewriting the compiler and it's a work in progress. There are some achievements for this release. specifically you all you now use new type inference algorithm by default. We've uh, announced it again several, like some time ago, but now it's used by default and it is more powerful algorithm that uh, introduces some new mm, kind of features, like it infers uh, types in most scenarios or supports some more complicated uh, use cases uh, for for cars and something else you can find more information in our release post and i will cover the same stuff in the talk at our online event but also there are some wo- uh, there is work in progress in rewriting uh big parts of it there is uh, so the compiler consists of like we use here the same words as uh, for other uh, te- uh, technology solution uh, backend and frontend in terms of the compiler. The frontend is the part that analyzes the code, uh, resolves uh, the type, uh, makes the um, uh, understands like which method we call here, and so on and so forth. And uh, backend is the part responsible for code generation. And uh, historically, there were different backends for uh, Kotlin JVM and Kotlin JavaScript. And uh, now the goal is to unify the backends for all three uh, target platforms. I mean, JVM, native, and JS, and let them all use so-called internal representation of your code so that uh, they, uh, they sh- so like their goal is to share lots of logic and not to implement it for different target platforms. So Kotlin Native was already built with this idea in mind, so it was started after the other two. That's why it was uh, thought for, or thought out from uh, from the very beginning. And now the goal is to unify this pipeline and introduce these new backends. And uh, in this release, they are not, like we at KotlinCon we've promised that no 1.4 won't be the time when they uh, these backends become. Stable, but you can already try new Kotlin 2.0 and new Kotlin 1.0. That's an and interesting. Re-
0: that's an interesting way to put it. We promise that no, it won't become the time when this becomes stable. Yeah,
2: kind of. Uh, it's yeah. kind of we because it's important because if you say like uh, they become stable in 1.4, people kind of expect that. But it was obvious uh, that it takes a lot of work, and uh, it won't be the time when they become stable. But now they're available. For you to try, I think in experimental
4: mode. Sebastian, right? Uh, in alpha mode, we have now, new stability uh, modes now.
2: Yeah, so backends, uh, both backends are, yeah, in alpha mode. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. So, and if uh, talking about Kotlin Java backend, Jetpack uh, Compose is based on it, and that's uh, one of the reasons why we really want you to try it on your projects and to share with us your feedback how well it works whether you come up with any problems or difficulties because this um, helps uh, will help us to uh, to build it faster and to bring it to the community faster uh, and uh, that's also important for Copo, uh, for Jetpack Compose because Jetpack Compose uses it uh, uses this new backend under the hood. So whenever you use Jetpack Compose, it's uh, you use automatically this Kotlin JVM new backend.
4: And there's there's a good reason for using uh, the Kotlin JS uh, the new backend as well, or at least giving it a try. Um, we are working on having some nice TypeScript interoperability so that if you have uh, a team of web developers, for example, uh, working on your front-end, building your application, and I don't know, Angular, you can then provide them a, with a library that is written in uh, in Kotlin.js, and their tooling uh, will will pick up all the, um, all the TypeScript definitions, and uh, it will be a lot smoother for them to work with it. Apart from that, we are, of course, uh, aggressively pursuing things like um that code elimination and improving uh, the bundle size doing things like code splitting and all of these innovations will land uh, step by step in the IR backend for kotlin js
0: so talking about kotlin js what else is coming up in that area
4: so we are trying to really make it uh, easier for people to write their whole front end in kotlin js as well um which means we have for example new support for uh, the whole. So in, in, in JavaScript, you, you have a bunch of tools that you use, for example, for bundling. In the case of JS, that would be Webpack. Um, we are now supporting out of the box uh, with just a couple simple Gradle commands, the ability to include uh, um, CSS and other style loaders. Uh, we are trying to kind of make the, the DSL a bit more closely aligned uh, between the the pure Kotlin JS projects and, and the multi platform projects, um, we are introducing more customization options such as being able to define your own module name or overwrite that um, and just in general make it as easy as possible for people to get started in kind of a consistent fashion.
2: Uh, there is also uh, ongoing <coughs> work about. New Kotlin uh, frontend. There's also something uh, that uh, was uh, announced uh, at the last Kotlin Conf, and uh, the work is uh, uh, is not finished yet. It's uh, also the work in progress. We're writing the whole uh, compiler, uh, writing the whole frontend just takes time. But uh, that is something uh, that we are actively working on and uh, is going uh, to be announced and uh, pre- uh, t- uh, available for preview at some point. In time later and this new front-end implementation is just must fa- uh, much faster and that's uh, the main benefit uh, of it and we hope it will bring lots of value if we uh, think that uh, like uh, I just wanted to add that don't understand uh, my saying that cotton uh, reaches the state when quality and performance of their role experience is more important of course we are will we are going to uh, deep digger into new language features, language opportunities, supporting new GVM stuff and so on and so forth. So it, it's not that uh, Kotlin is uh, the, uh, <laughs> will have uh, the same amount of features forever. No, it was just about uh, the current state of the development that right now we felt that uh, putting a lot of effort into improving the experience, into writing things Yes, redoing things like uh, Seb uh, likes to do with the blog post, but here it's concerned uh, the whole of functionality of the Kotlin compiler that at this stage it's uh, really important. But in the future uh, there will be uh, like lots of research and uh, uh, investigation what other language features uh, should be supported and so on and so forth. And uh, as usual we hope to get your feedback so participate in this discussion it's all open process there is keep probably we don't always look uh, very um attentively to it so uh, but uh, still we read your suggestions and we based uh, we base uh, the decisions on what what you folks do want and uh, suggest so so, regarding
0: multi-platform, Katia, what's new in 1.4 there?
3: Yeah, thanks. Uh, speaking about uh, multi-platform mobile development, uh, besides uh, all cool features uh, which are going to be released uh, with 1.4, for example, uh, support of hier- hierarchical project uh, structure uh, with uh, which can uh, help you to share code among several targets uh, in multi-platform projects, uh, we are releasing two more important um, things uh, in this whole uh, Kotlin multi-platform mobile story. The first one uh, is uh, the Android Studio plugin, uh, which uh, was announced uh, at the last Kotlin Conf, uh, and uh, it enables basic run, test, and debug scenarios on iOS targets uh, through Android Studio. Uh, it's really cool because um, it, It allows you uh, not to uh, run two EDS uh, at one time, and uh, you don't need to switch between uh, them. Uh, It is uh, one of uh, the biggest pain points uh, if you're speaking about uh, multi-platform mobile development. Uh, And also uh, another uh, cool feature in it, uh, it's a project wizard uh, which allows you to uh, create a new multi new multiplatform projects uh, and uh, it generates some boilerplate code so you now don't uh, need to think about uh, some configuration stuff and you really can uh, build your first uh, mobile multi-platform application just in two clicks with uh, with real specific uh, platform implementations of some functions um, so uh, it's really cool thing. Uh, if you if you um, if you want to start uh, if you want to try it earlier, but uh, uh, maybe you were scared uh, with some uh, phrases about learning curve, uh, now with Android Studio plugin, uh, it's really easy and uh, just uh, you need to, to download with uh, Studio if you don't have it uh, already and the plugin, and you can build your multi platform up. It's cool. And um, the next important uh, thing uh, uh, we are uh, launching a developer po- portal. Um, uh, Uh, which will uh, contain uh, a lot of um, information and content and uh, docs and tutorials uh, uh, about uh, using uh, KMM. Uh, So um, uh, we were interviewing a lot uh, of our users, Mm -hmm. and uh, the biggest uh, pain point was lack of documentation uh, when they were starting uh, integrating KMM uh, in their product. So uh, we've created uh, a lot of stuff, uh, starting from real um, easy uh, tutorials uh, uh, like Hello World, uh, to uh, some um, some experienced uh, cases about how to do multi trading, networking, data storage, and else. And of course, there also would be a lot of uh, showcases of how uh, uh, other big and popular companies are using KMM introduction now. So it also could help you to convince uh, yourself and your team about uh, trying KMM. So uh, I'm really excited about releasing uh, this stuff because I think uh, uh, it would really change uh, this uh, feeling and solve this learning curve problem uh, which we have now with Kotlin Multiplatform Mobile.
2: I also want to add uh, that uh, Kotlin is uh, surely open source uh, ecosystem because we've uh, created like for lots of documentation of this portal. The community members helped us, so we can thank uh, specifically some folks like um, Kevin and the whole Dutch lab company like Astro Company. Kata, uh, you get it. Uh, uh,
3: yeah, Kodain uh, company also. Yeah, thanks Veta, because yes. as I said, I came not, not, not long time ago and uh, mostly I was reviewing uh, this content and uh, it was already uh, awesome and uh, we need to write so much stuff and uh, uh, only uh, thanks for uh, these folks, uh, we managed it. So thank you folks very much.
2: Yeah, so Joe The uh, question is so, yeah, so uh, jetbrace uh, is not uh, in this uh, mobile business, uh, to, uh, how to put it, and uh, uh, we really appreciate help of our um, of our developers from uh, different companies uh, who use uh, the who already use this uh, multiplatform, Kotlin multiplatform mobile technology, and they can share their real experience with it so they can share their like what works for them well how to overcome some things and uh, we collaborate uh, with them a lot in order also to better understand uh, the community the scenarios the use cases uh, so we really are grateful for all the folks uh, that uh, have helped to make uh, that helped to make it happen
0: yep and also on the server side of things you know we're we're doing things there as well we're collaborating with some of the companies around uh, use of Kotlin on the server side whether it's cloud computing with uh, functions slash lambdas whatever you want to call it uh, with the folks at Spring and uh, of course Ktor and I know Shen yours you're also working on uh, well working a bit promoting as well Ktor right?
1: Yes Yeah. Uh, I think Ktor is our first class product about server side
0: yeah Yep. That's, uh, actually, uh, some, something that we've, um, kind of been highlighting recently and that we're making. Well, I mean, it, it was, it's, it's always been a JetBrains product, but we're putting way more effort into KTOR now and, uh, both in terms of the code, in terms of the team size, documentation and everything. And, and we're going to make it an awesome, even more awesome product.
2: So I would say that uh, thanks to the current situation in the world, uh, Hadi had more time because he, he has fewer travels to conferences. So had some more time for Kato. Okay,
0: well, I mean, technically, um, I did make a, a you know, promise to myself that I would travel less this year.
2: Uh, like five years ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, someone, <laughs> said,
0: yeah someone said, we're going to make sure you keep the promise this time
2: no it's like it really reminds me sorry how do you always uh rem- remember of your mom and i want to uh, call my grandmother who i think for 10 years uh, she was like oh yeah the next uh, year i'm uh finish my work so she was like a, uh, uh the old age and she was like oh yeah next yeah for sure i'm fed up with everything and I'm I just, retire,
0: no?
2: <laughs> yes and it's like in 10 years she finally has retired but it was like it was like we don't believe you, Grandma. Why why are you talking as this? It's like okay, you can't continue working. You no know, one forces you and if you like it, just do it. What's the problem? Why are you always saying that you're going to retire? So yeah, sorry, Honey. That <laughs> that was kind of Well I problem. did.
0: I, I took the whole year off and we'll see what happens next year. I mean I, the, the 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 question is whether my airline will actually be around for me to make use of the two million Miles that I've got accumulated for, for for going on holiday somewhere. <laughs> but anyway, cool. Well, folks, it's been a it's been a long, long, long um ride uh, to get to 1.4, and um, it's hopefully people are happy with the results. And we will also share more news around this with the October event that you're mentioning. Um, And we're running out of time now on this podcast. So it was great to have you all on board.
4: Thanks for having us. Thank Thank you.
1: Thank you.
2: Thank you.